Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. And we're in a house filled with babies and dogs. So many dogs. Did not realize they would be here. No, and they yeah. are loud. If people follow, like, the chain of the podcast I do, I did, I've done at least <laughs> two tonight. Uh, and it's it's still the same house, still full of babies and dogs, so if you're coming over from the third space, that's what's going on. Still babies and dogs. Still babies and dogs. The dogs were so excited when I came over, though. They were uh, yeah, so sweet. Yes, they were barking, but unfortunately the babies needed to sleep, so there was like a conflict there. <laughs> it was challenging. <laughs> Is two babies here, or just one? Two babies are here. Two babies. Yeah, two babies are here. Is Stephanie here? Yeah. Uh-oh. I just said someone's name on the podcast without asking. Who cares? She oh, yeah, no, care. yeah. The very broad name Stephanie. There are many Stephanies in the world. It's yeah, true. Yeah. Some Stephanie somewhere has a baby. <gasps> yes. They may be at our house. Some house. Somewhere some house. in Calgary. Yeah. Somewhere. Guys, I have some big news for you. I like a as a grown-up. Yes. I took in my own bottles to recycling today for the first time ever. Yeah, because usually I do that. I have not done so in a year. I got $10. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> Because that's the money you spent on those bottles. I got it back. It was like forced saving. Yeah. So then I went to the used bookstore and I bought a very attractive version of The Death of King Arthur, which I'm going to now hold up for Kevin to see. And maybe I'll Instagram it. (laughs) Kevin's going to say something while I lean down. And maybe someone else will see it. Just in general, as she holds it up in the air. Oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, man, that's real, like... <laughs> it's very that's nice. Real, that's real done. Like, that yeah, is done. That it is, is a, done up. It is a done up book. And, like, the pages are that fake old-timey where they're, like, different... Oh, yeah, they make them, yeah, they make them different. <laughs> yeah. like, they're irregular. They are very irregular. There's, like, there's like some gold on the front. Mm-hmm. Mm. No gold on the back. No gold on the back. It was nine dollars. <laughs> So I'm very excited. I'm going to use this book as some inspiration for my writing. Yeah. Because all writing is more interesting if there's a bit of a mythological influence. As I agree. By this episode, which had no mythological influence and was not a great episode as to Aaron's taste. <laughs> Others may have <laughs> liked right. it. All right. Well, let's get into the episode. That because... Real segue. Because it was a segue, because you did a segue. I did a segue. So this is episode 26, The Strip. The Strip. The Strip refers to two things. I really appreciate this title. <laughs> it's this, clever. This title is a real good title. Because they could have called it The Vegas. Yeah. Which, because they say The Vegas numerous times in the episode. It's, it's the word that Sandy uses. He, it's The Vegas. The Vegas. It's The Vegas. But instead, they decided to make it oh so much more to, clever. But that's because it's Las Vegas. Yes. Which is, which is The. The. But Sandy calls it The Vegas. Yeah. The Reno. The other things that Sandy likes. All right. So we start out and Seth and Ryan are having a sleepover. And Seth is whispering to Ryan in the night, whispering sweet, sweet thoughts about being sad about summer. <laughs> Ryan, you awake? Uh, I'm going to tell you about my feelings now. Then mm. such silence. Because <laughs> guess what? Ryan, not awake. Well, he essentially was awake. He just didn't want to talk to Seth. Ryan doesn't have sleepover parties. Like, then, it's just not a... Yeah. And then Seth, like, 
twist this into somehow about like prodding Ryan about Teresa like no prompting at all yeah oh no he's just like and now will we talk about your problems he wants drama so much he compares Teresa being there to how would Ryan feel if Oliver and Marissa had a sleepover which like <laughs> Teresa and Oliver though they both called cause drama not the same yeah not the same well no, well he's he's comparing also, I think a lot was just being like, well, how does Marissa feel? Marissa. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, Oliver gaslit Ryan and also is crazy with a gun. And Teresa is a starving, uh, abused, fiance. abused fiance. And not his fiance. Works at a bakery. So... so, yeah, those aren't the same thing, Seth. At all. Another thing I want to point out about this scene that I think is really important and is really the crux of this scene yeah. is that Ryan is sleeping under what appears to be a hotel blanket. Like, you know, one that you'd see in like a lower end hotel, there's like the sheet and then there's the blanket yeah. with the satiny strip and then there's the comforter. Yeah. That's what Ryan gets at the Cohen house. Yeah. No plushy comforter for oh, him. Oh my God, Aaron. There are so many people in this house. There, there are not. There's Haley. There's Teresa. Teresa's in the pool house. Yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, this all the house. Okay, but... Like, like the, the reason that Ryan can't sleep in, like, the guest room with the nice blankets is because <laughs> there's just people in this house. I'm just saying, I don't have a guest bedroom, but I do have nice blankets for people to sleep under. Yeah. Those... Ergo, I am a better host than Kirsten Cohen. Those, those blankets went to Teresa and <laughs> Haley. Haley goes through, like, ten blankets a night. Uh... Haley sweats a lot. I've decided. <laughs> Great. Character thing for Haley. She's essentially Danny from the Mindy Project. Just so, sweating and being angry. Yeah. So Ryan and Seth decide this is the moment right now. That they should go talk to Teresa. Go talk to Teresa because clearly it's four in the morning. Luckily, Teresa's back from some good old night shopping. Is she? Yeah. No. So she's coming back. Yeah. She's... She, she also is about to leave because she has a shift. Y yes. Teresa goes a lot of places in this and episode. I don't think any of those places are actually work. Yeah. I think it's just her, like, walking the beaches being like, oh, woe is Teresa. Yeah, Teresa travels a whole lot. But, like, so let's talk about this scene. But first I want to talk about they come in, they see the shopping and a bag. And, then and it like, almost looks like Teresa's, like, left or something. But she's in the bathroom. And when she comes out, she's like, oh, oh, oh. And at this moment, Aaron, I don't know about you, Aaron, I was like... She was throwing oh. up. <laughs> I was more of like, oh, I thought she was just peeing on a stick. Oh, I was she like, did that afterwards. Yeah, I'm like, oh, Teresa's pregnant. I've been saying she's pregnant for two episodes. I know, but as soon as you see this, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, Teresa's <laughs> pregnant. Aaron was correct. And then Ryan and Seth just sort of intrude on her life for a little bit. And then she's like, I'm going to be leaving soon. I'm going to save up money. And I don't think she reveals where she's going yet. No, but she's but... like, she's she's really planning on not being around for too long. Which is good because she's not a part of this family. And <laughs> yes. she makes the TV show worse. Yes. No, she she has, she should go to a place that's better. Yep. She, she should find the real Eddie. Exactly. He's out there somewhere. He's, some... He's being held hostage in a basement. <laughs> like, it might be Caitlyn's basement. No, nah, ba Caitlyn doesn't kidnap people. Now, one of her offshoots might kidnap people, but... Oh, maybe he's in the San Francisco unit. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Eddie might enjoy himself there. That's true. It's, it's, it's true. true. So it's, there's a lot of joy in that Talk one. about his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, so to clarify this point, when the scene ends and Seth and Ryan go back to, I guess, bed, because it's early... <laughs> 
I think that <laughs> Seth and Ryan go to bed very early. This has been proven on the show that Ryan loves to go to bed at 8 p- oh, p.m. Oh, man. No, I mean, so gotta, it could literally be like 10.30. got to keep his game. So they go back inside, and there's Sandy and Kirsten still sitting there like, oh, you guys going back to bed again, huh? It is 10.30 at night, young men. <laughs> do you? Do, do you want to stay up later? Well, I'm fine with you staying up later. You, could... you, you want to play some video games? <laughs> no. You can have some Pepsi. No, no. We're going to go to bed. We're going to be responsible. <laughs> We've got school tomorrow? No. No. Who knows what day of the week it is? Not me. <laughs> but then with Teresa, she reaches into the bag and pulls out a pregnancy test. And that's when I realized, oh, she hasn't taken it yet. Yeah. Stinger. That's because she was throwing up before. Can you imagine if this ended up <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, I'm just sick. Oh, guess I got food poisoning from the bakery. Julie, don't get your wedding cake from there. <laughs> People just eat the batter. I just eat the batter. Oh, I made myself sick. Mm, this mm. is bad. <laughs> I probably made a whole bunch of other people sick, too. I don't use gloves. I just sort of reach into the stick batter. Stick my hand and scoop myself up some batter. <laughs> scoop myself up some batter. I just probably get fired. <laughs> I'm I'm real bad at this. <laughs> oh, Teresa. Oh, Teresa. So, the next day... Okay. Oh my god, Aaron, you do, I assume you're gonna react to the same thing I am. Do Julie and Caleb not have a wedding venue? They don't, Aaron. They For have their wedding in a week? Next week they're getting married and they have not chosen a place to be, which means, Aaron, they're gonna have no guests. You, oh no, they send out invitations already, remember? Yeah, but what did they say? <laughs> they said Location S- TBA. You know where they're getting married? You know where they're getting married? <laughs> Kirsten and Sandy's house. Oh, you're right. That's how the show goes. I thought they just got to, or I mean, it could be Caleb's house. Caleb has a house. One of Caleb's houses. <laughs> Caleb must have a house. It's gonna be at the workplace. They'll get married in the restaurant. Oh yeah, the restaurant yeah. that he cannot. Oh wait, we won't go there yet. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Yeah. So Ju- Julie and Caleb haven't picked their wedding place yet, and Julie's not freaking out about it as near as much as she as should I be. As I would be. As anyone would be. No one is. What Julie is more <laughs> upset about is once again, Caleb. I guess doesn't like Julie anymore. And so he's been lying to Julie about spending time at work, and he's been lying to Kirsten about spending time with Julie on the wedding. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Caleb's <laughs> taken a weird twist in character. I mean, it's always sort of been his character, but it's taken a weird, t- another it's, it's weird twist. It's going somewhere. They're building up something, and mm-hmm. I don't know what that something is. I don't know, but uh, apparently Caleb's going to Vegas. By himself. For a, well... So he says, I'm going to Vegas. And he's like, no, it's not a bachelor party. And then everybody else decides it's a bachelor party. And it really isn't a bachelor party. Here's a spoiler alert. It's not a bachelor party. But Caleb takes a moment here to be like, well, some of the investors. So it's not a bachelor party. He's pretending is a bachelor party. Where really, he's just meeting with one investor. There is one person in Vegas who he talks to. Yeah, and then... Then everyone else decides, ah, oh, bachelor party. Do you think Caleb has just been lying for so long that he can't not lie? <laughs> like, I, I can see that. I believe that. Yeah. Do you think maybe a fairy cursed him that he cannot tell the truth? It's unfortunate when he's filling out forms. They're like, what's your name? And he's like, Jacob. No? They're like, we know who you are, Caleb. Please write down your name. My name. You, you write it down. <laughs> You do it. No, you have to sign your name. I am powerful and important. You write it. Look, I gotta tell you, but a fairy cursed me. Now, please sign my name. Maybe he just has a stamp and he just carries it around with his signature on it. <laughs> I'm not li- I'm not telling the truth. The stamp's telling the truth. The stamp never lies. <laughs> stamp is in control. Mm. I can't control the stamp. Stamp controls me. But the point of this is now everyone's going to Vegas. And the children? Well, all the men are going to Vegas. All the men are going. And then... 
Kirsten's like, I mean, I guess we're here. <laughs> Kirsten, Kirsten mentions, I guess I'll hang out with Teresa. And I'm like, oh, good. I'm excited for that. Doesn't happen. Does not happen. Does not happen. In a shocking turn of events, which I'm going to <laughs> spin now, who does Teresa hang out with? Teresa hangs out with Marissa, the worst person for Teresa to hang out with. Always the worst person. Always the worst person. The show person. is always throwing them together and... Okay. So we get a little sad moment here. Because Jimmy Cooper is buying a house on the beach, which he's spending way too much money on, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And he is so he excited. He doesn't haggle. He is so excited for him and Marissa to have somewhere to live. I feel like... I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off here. I don't think Jimmy's the kind of person where it's like, this house is 1.2 million. It's like, what if I give you 1.3? And they're like, what? Uh, okay. But Jimmy, there's no other offers on it. <laughs> I'll give you 1.4. Oh. So, what? You're really not bad. Ba- you're really not good with money, are you? Why do we ever give you investments? All right, 1.5. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm not fighting you. <laughs> I won't go any higher than 1.6. Stop, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, I already wrote down 1.2. Oh, you beat me. <laughs> 1.7. <laughs> <laughs> so um jimmy's also coming to vegas because that's not weird at all yeah they just decide <laughs> yeah jimmy's like yeah sure why not i he's like caleb gave me 2.5 million dollars he's taking julie off my hands i'm coming to his bachelor party yeah but i it, but it's it's almost like he's he's doing it as a joke kind of like how sandy's doing it as a joke to crash it yeah but he's also somewhat earnest i don't know <laughs> the point of the this scene is that the uh realtor shows up mm-hmm. and we find out that Oh yeah, they got scammed by Caleb. Yeah, Caleb's going. Caleb is selling the um, land he just bought for a serious profit because there's going to be a big beachfront in. Yeah, yeah, some guy, like, like Robert thing. Campbell or something. Yes. The the point is that like he's going to make a lot of money, and this has gotten Sandy intrigued. Now he's filled with suspicion, mm. which makes him more excited for Vegas. Oh, mm. mm. uh, Marissa's fretting out about like uh, moving out and murder. Yep, she still hasn't told her dad. Yeah. Great. Good. <laughs> and then the girls talk a little bit about all the Vegas and... Yeah, Ryan, so Ryan's like, I'm going to Vegas, and Marissa's like, Vegas. And he's like, yep. I mean, it's a, yeah, It'll sure, it's a city. I'm going to... Going to have some fun. I'm going gonna, gonna to do that. But apparently, Marissa's... Her logic from hanging out with Teresa is like, well, I mean, I'm your girlfriend. I should hang out with your friend. I'm like... Marissa, Teresa's your friend, too. Remember when you ran away to her house? Like, Marissa, I hate to tell you this. You have a friend. Her name is Teresa. Now, I know you don't like having friends. In fact, (laughs) you never treat Summer as a friend. Yeah. But you do have a friend. Boy, she really likes having boyfriends, though. She sure does. She's real bad at friends. And also not great at boyfriends. She doesn't think that, she doesn't think she's friends with Teresa because Teresa's poor. That's true. That's unfortunately probably true. Yup. Yeah. So back with good old Julie Cooper. Julie's gone insane this episode. So again, still doesn't care about her wedding. No. Still doesn't have a venue. You know what she does care about though? Her bachelorette party. She wants strippers. She wants strippers so badly. And Kirsten's kind of like, I mean, we can have a nice classy party. And she essentially like runs to Kirsten, grabs her by the shoulders, and shakes her while screaming the word strippers over and over. It this she is acting like she is some sort of intradimensional being who can only sustain themselves on half-naked men and is like i need strippers to live it's like it but instead of instead of a fear murder clown it's julie cooper who wants naked guys like if kirsten won't give her strippers she is moving the bachelor party to a seedy strip bar in like a different town called the petting zoo yeah yeah and kirsten you know tries to 
play a card where she's like, well, you know, we're smart, intelligent, independent women. We don't need this. We can just have a classy, lovely party. And Julie just goes, I'm not as smart as you. We're packing up the noopsies and going. Yeah, and he... I want to clarify, I have no problem if you want to have your bachelorette party be full of strippers or be, uh, be a, you know, a, f- a fine cocktail party. It's just that Julie is so intense about this. Like, she will shank Kirsten if yeah. there are no strippers. Like, <laughs> exchange strippers with pizza? <laughs> and this is insane. <laughs> exchange strippers with literally anything. <laughs> Including strippers. Exchange <laughs> <laughs> strippers with strippers. And it's insane. It's insane. These are human beings, Julie. Um, so Seth tells Summer that he's going to Vegas, and in a shocking turn of events, Summer is a huge bitch. Yeah, she's still not it's still got her dad thing going on, and Seth's like, oh kid And then she's kind of like, fine, run away, go to Vegas, hook up with skanks. And he's like what? I never said that. What? What I'm is just, happening? I'm just going to a bachelor party. Seth, Seth is really put upon this episode. He's just trying like, so hard. It's like the episode wanted to karmically, like, abuse him for his first scene where he was just a jerk to Ryan. It's like, <laughs> and here's, like, un... Unbridled un, Yeah, retribution. <laughs> it's like, here's too much retribution. It's true. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, uh, we get a little bit more with Teresa, where essentially we learn that she's taking, like, a whole bunch of shifts, because she wants to go to Atlanta. That's where her cousin lives. Yeah. But she has no money. No. she, she And Ryan's like, how much money do you need? And she's like, I don't want to tell you. $2,000. <laughs> Which, <laughs> why does she need $2,000 to go to Atlanta? I feel like you can buy a bus ticket for, like, $300. I, she's, Teresa is, is, she's planning ahead. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. She might not be able to find a job there. Also... Spoiler alert, Teresa's not sure she wants to keep this baby. Yeah. And I don't know the states. In Canada, abortions are free, yeah. I think. That seems like a thing that Canada would do. Maybe not in the states? I, I definitely don't know. not in the states. Guys, oh my god. I should have researched this. Can you imagine if the states had free abortions? That would there would be people rioting. It's true. Not not people I agree with rioting. No, but people. And just to say the show never says the word abortion. This is just us being oh, like, yeah. hey, we're going to cut through the nonsense of 2004. <laughs> where she's like, I just don't know if I want to keep it. And you're like, come on, show. <laughs> so you, you, we know what you're referring to. You know. Because De- you're not referring to adoption. Degrassi High School did an abortion plot in like 1996. I mostly just care that they won't say the word abortion. And they said the word because Degrassi is great. I don't know why I went on that rant. Nice. Why is Degrassi better? Oh, and she says to Ryan, she's like, I don't want your money. And Ryan, I'm like, <laughs> Ryan doesn't have money. Where would Ryan get money from? No, you mean you don't want the Cohen's money. Ryan hasn't had a job in episodes. Yeah, it's been, not since the Crab Shack, where he got, where he met that guy who had a gun. And then he was like, oh, working's not for me. <laughs> he stopped working there. You're right. Yeah. Right after that, he's like, no, it's not my job anymore. <laughs> I have to be the OC. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's hard to work at the Crab Shack and be a superhero at the same time. Yeah. You know, we need a TV show just about that. How hard it is to work specifically at the Crab at Shack. At the Crab Shack, yeah. 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 And not a crab-based superhero. No. No, completely different. Oh, maybe you're a superhero whose super weakness is crab. <laughs> I should really get a new job, but the, the economy is so bad. I gotta be, gotta be thankful for the job that I have. You know, sometimes I'm weak when I'm at work, but I'm strong where it counts. Be like a Superman worked in the kryptonite mine. <laughs> exactly. Um, so... Can I, can I mention something with a scene that's coming up very quickly? Yeah. Because I'm sure you're just going to skip right over it. They're playing Tony Hawk. 
on yeah. the screen. And then, <laughs> then it turns off the TV, and the camera pans, and no one's holding a controller. <laughs> like, no one even puts it down. <laughs> they were just watching, like, recording that Seth made of himself <laughs> wiping out at Tony Hawk. Well, this was a precursor to the video game live streaming that's they were really really ahead they of were, time yeah. that's what Seth was doing he was like Ryan I've developed this new thing people are gonna want to watch this people are gonna watch me play video games and be really bad at them and Ryan was like no <laughs> and then he turns on TV and goes alright fine let's talk about your thing so the boys make a real good dumb sad plot yeah they're gonna get Teresa that money by using Seth's bar mitzvah money yeah and they're gonna gamble it because Ryan can count cards <laughs> Which I didn't know about. You know, it's a totally reasonable skill, though. <laughs> I mean, I can... Be- sure, I'll believe it. <laughs> but remember when they had a casino night? Could that not have been established in, like, episode three? <laughs> can you imagine... I, they mentioned this in an earlier scene, actually. Like, I like to imagine that sense of, like... And Ryan, with all his counting cards, Ryan's like, I can't count cards. What are you talking about? Oh, of course you can. Be quiet, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a skill I have. <laughs> I don't know why you expect that I know how to do this stuff. And that's not a poor person thing. Was there you a, just... an episode where he gambled? Well, there was the um, there was the casino episode, but he didn't gamble in that. He was just watching his mom drink. I feel like there was something where they were talking about gambling. Or something. I can't Maybe. remember. It feels familiar. Also, they have fake IDs. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes why sense. Why not? <laughs> I was like, how Ryan did not know that he had a fake ID, which means Seth has been holding on to it just, for just this moment, just waiting for the time, just in case. Okay, so they arrive in Vegas in a flame decal limo, and I wrote poof. As if they'd stay at the Hard Rock Hotel, which was obviously the only hotel that would let them film. Maybe it was new at the time, but they justify it really well. Yeah, which is that Caleb hates it, which is why they stay there. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wanted to stay, because I literally wrote, I'm yeah. like, why are they not at the Bellagio or Caesar's Palace? Yeah. Which is exactly what Caleb says. Yeah. They they also, it's funny that they're led to shoot the Hard Rock Cafe um, Hotel and Casino. Sure, that's the name yeah. of it. Um, they pile a lot of lot of trash on it. <laughs> they sure do. Yeah, like they really they really put it through the ringer. Sandy refers to them as aging hipsters. Yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> and Seth is the one who set up all of the plans. Yeah, uh, barely. Yeah, barely. Seth was allowed to do all of this stuff with Caleb's card, which is insane. But you know what? Caleb's too busy. You know, he probably said, "Caleb, can I do this?" And Caleb said, "No, no, wait." Caleb can't lie, so Caleb said. Yes? <laughs> his head, he no, was... Caleb can only lie. <laughs> right? I... He's like, yes? <laughs> I was like, really? Okay. And then Caleb's like, oh. Oh, this curse. <laughs> when he was alone, he was like, no, why, fairy, why? Why did I steal that fairy's gold? <laughs> I just wanted to be a wealthy man. <laughs> That's where his wealth came from. He stole fairy gold. <laughs> Caleb, how did you get your wealth? I just, I worked real, real hard. I had uh, put my nose to the grindstone yep. and made yep. some good business deals. Yep. You I'll... could do it too. <laughs> just go to just go into a forest, find a fairy, steal its gold. Don't get cursed. <laughs> he can't say that. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> or what he says is, I went to a forest, I stole a fairy's gold, and I didn't get cursed. <laughs> <laughs> it's true because that is a lie, and he can say it exactly. This is dumb. We've done a dumb thing. <laughs> Thanks, the OC. So this is the first thing we start to realize that Caleb does definitely does not have a bachelor party because there's no, no friends. There's no one else there from Caleb's side. I know. I wrote. I was like, where are Caleb's friends? Uh, and then he really does have business. He sets up a business 
meeting yeah, yeah. that night. Yeah. And Sandy's like, hmm. Ooh, what is this? Information. Mm, yeah. Sandy's a sleuthster. Yeah. Meanwhile, Seth and Ryan are trying to find... They want to go to the casino and they have... But unfortunately, because they got the penthouse, essentially, like, the person in charge of the hotel now knows who they are. Which means that she's going to look at their fake IDs with scrutiny. And I can guarantee you, Seth did not get smart fake IDs <laughs> that had their, their names on them. No, no, no. Cause they didn't because he introduced himself with two different people. Mm. When he put them out, they're two different people. Which is dumb. Yeah, come on, you don't Seth. Have be, you don't have to be fake people in your fake ID. I mean, most fake IDs, they just take someone else's ID. Yeah. But I feel like he probably got their real pictures on it. Anyway, he's uh. like, ooh, what can we do? Where can we gamble? And Ryan's like, there's literally a million other casinos. <laughs> yeah. Like, It'll be fine. <laughs> we'll step outside our door. We'll walk 10 feet. We'll enter that casino. Where they probably won't ID us because. Also, I'm sorry. We were just recently in yeah. Vegas. Children are allowed on the casino floor. They're not allowed to do stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, like, unless if they decide to stop you while you're gambling, which, to be fair, they might. Because they're aware of them. Yeah. And Seth's a baby Seth's a baby boy. Yeah. And he's a real spaz. And real, real spaz. Draw some real attention to them. And they're like, that guy's not 21. There's no way. They're clearly not 21. But they head off to uh, find a casino. And we cut back to the O.C., where they're watching The Valley. Yeah. Because that's the only TV show on this TV show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is Marissa, Summer, and Haley now chilling? <laughs> Why is Haley there? How old is Haley? I don't know. Like. She's the younger sister to Kirsten. And I Kirsten. think she's supposed to be a lot younger than Kirsten. Um, but Jimmy, she was. <sighs> oh, she told us she was 11 when Jimmy went to. That would make sense. School? I think that would make sense. Or she was eight. I, f- I don't think she was that young. So she it was enough that she was able to kind of hang around with um uh Kirsten and uh Jimmy when they were dating. So like, I don't know, she's like 8 years younger than Kirsten maybe? No, maybe. Maybe 10? Maybe we can go with 10. I, I don't know. anyway, the image of Marissa, I mean, I know how this happened because Haley's dating Jimmy and the, it's just a weird collision yeah. of people. Um, and for some reason, Summer is the only teenager in the world who wants to date someone who her parents like. Yeah. Both Haley and Marissa are like, um, my parent doesn't love the person I'm dating. Yeah. Is cool. Summer. Yeah. It's okay. It's just, just be. You're be your cool. own person. You can yeah, do but, what you want. Summer can't be her own person. No, she can't. And then, uh, Kirsten arrives because we got to get everybody <laughs> in on this. Which is cool. I like all this weird yeah. combo. But Kirsten kindly demands <laughs> that Haley finds him some strippers because she was a stripper so and she... Haley's like I hate Julie I will find those strippers mm, yes I'll find a stripper and Kirst... what did you think that she was going to do at this point find police officers and to essentially not to strip to show up at the party and then Julie will treat them like strippers and then be embarrassed I thought she would find like escorts instead of strippers because I feel like that would embarrass Julie either that or she would like I thought it was gonna be Luke honestly <laughs> I thought she was gonna find Luke and bring him back and bring him back and he and like he would not realize until I found that they're having the party at Kirsten's house but even then he'd probably if she was just like well no Luke Julie wants you to strip for him Oh, Super yeah, she could you. do that. I thought it'd be just Haley being... Because Haley and Luke have not interacted. That's true. It could just been like, hi, my name is Haley... Not... Nickel. Nickel. If Caleb can only lie, <laughs> Haley cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a curse. <sighs> so, um, yeah, that's going to happen. Ryan and Seth are uh, at a, a beach pool. A really cool pool. Way yeah. cooler than the pool that was at our hotel. It looks like a beach. Yeah, and they yeah. love it. 
Seth has no cool. <laughs> Ryan refuses to take his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. We both focus on different things. Aaron thinks that Seth does have cool. I focus on the fact that Ryan is fully clothed <laughs> and Seth is not. Ryan probably has a weird tan line from his OC costume. <laughs> and he can't reveal it. Yeah, because he has a boob window. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan shows off a lot of cleavage in his costume. It's hard for him to explain. It's very obvious because there's an O and a C. He was inspired by those uh, Klingon sisters from Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. With their weird boob cutouts. Yeah, absolutely. They're like Gamora and nope. <laughs> yeah, Gamora. <laughs> and Gamora too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they're hanging around. They think it's cool. Seth's kind of like, you know, upset because, you know, Summer's kind of being weird. Yep. So he calls Summer. No, Summer calls him. He calls Summer. Um, there is a phone call between him and Summer. No, the um, Jeanette comes up first. Oh, like, yes. Because Ryan's like, go talk to those girls. And Seth's like, what are you supposed to do? Just walk up to someone? And then this girl just randomly runs up to him and says, kiss me. I need to kiss you. And then she kisses him. And, is... and a lifeguard walks by. So it is subsequently revealed that she is worried because only... Hotel guests can use the pool. Which, there were air quotes over all of those for people who can't see Aaron, which is everyone but me. But I was saying it with an air quote sound in yeah, my you, voice. Yeah, you, you figure it out. Everyone yeah. Everyone figure it out. Um, but yeah, so she kisses Seth to seem like a guest, apparently. And then when Summer calls, she, uh, has she to has to do it again. again because... And then Summer wants to kick his butt. He... Because she hears it. Yeah, because he screams out, kiss me again. And then she says, oh, you're a good kisser. Yeah. And Summer wants to kick his butt and hangs up the phone. And then she goes, oh, no, was that your girlfriend? Yeah. And Seth goes, oh, I no. don't know. My life go. is complicated. I should go. And then she's like, but I mean, if you want me to make it up to you, I'm a townie. I go to college here. I can show you a real cool poker game with guys that I know. Yeah, there's an intense poker thing downtown. I'm like, yeah, this is not at all. Ryan, where is your OC sense? <laughs> Why is this not going off right There's now? There's a lot of weird stuff with this character, which will be revealed throughout the episode. And I'm just going to say right now, she is unsteady. Very. Very unsteady. Like the whole steady would have written numerous songs about this woman. Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Well, Kevin, tonight I am drinking a Big Rock Brewery Scotch-style ale, which, Ooh. let me clarify, is not a beer with scotch in it. Just a beer that's in the style of scotch. No, in the style in the style of Scotland beer. Ah. It is a strong beer. Yes. However, it is strong in taste, not strong in alcohol, as it has only 7% alcohol. <laughs> All right. Now, it does That's not... more than usual beer. Usually beers are five or six. It's true. But yeah. it's dark. It's it's less than wine. It's less than wine. Wine gets you drunk. Sneaky drunk. <laughs> Did you know that Big Rock Brewery has locations here in Calgary, which is where yeah. they're based? Also in Vancouver and Etobicoke. Oh. Yeah. Vancou- uh, Etobicoke where? Ontario. I don't know Etobicoke, Ontario. It's near Toronto. It's one of the suburbs. Oh, so it's the greater Toronto area. Yeah, it's for the GTA. So it's Toronto. Yes. But the GTA will not let you call things that are not Toronto. Toronto. Well, it's like Vancouver, where it's like, oh, this is not Vancouver. but It's, it's... Burnaby. Yeah. 
So, this beer. A style born in the rugged highlands of Scotland, strong and full-bodied with a complex mix of toffee, caramel, vanilla, and a hint of peat. Maybe it does have scotch peat? in it. Yeah, because scotch is peaty. Peat? Like moss? Yes. Ooh, sweet. Scotch is peaty. Or something else. I don't like scotch. Okay. <laughs> Do you like that? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's light, and it has a low IBU, which is what I want from a beer. It's It's got a low IBU. Oh, I was going something different. I was going to say it goes to low IBS. You have a mouse syndrome. It also has that. It, I mean, it would be. It would be very low. Yeah. Kevin, would you like to try this? It is a proud early bird of craft beer. There's moss in that. They've been brewing since 1985. Yeah, that's it's, longer than I've been alive. It upsets me. There's moss in it. Drink the moss. I'm not going to drink the moss. Love the moss. No. <gasps> this beer relates to the theme of our episode. <laughs> moss? Well, fairies live in bogs. Wow, that was a connection that I... Wow, you had to run around the block to make that connection. Sometimes I do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> the joke I make is very far away. Yeah, you from took where the I long am. way around. <laughs> Fairies and beer. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> the very connection with that is, you know, it's kind of Celtic, which is, <laughs> fairies are based around that. Also that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we get this. Sandy tells Jimmy about Marissa. By accident. By accident. Well, because... He finds out from Ryan by accident. No, Sandy figures out from Caleb. Oh, that's right. Because, like, Caleb... Caleb is essentially gloating to Sandy. Yeah, he's like, ha oh, it'll be so good when Marissa lives with me. Yeah, I, I, I can't... That's how I get I what I want. I honestly cannot... Re- I watched this episode today. Yeah, I know. I, I also just watched it. I honestly cannot remember what Sandy said to make Caleb go, like... Mm, well, it's funny that Marissa's actually going to be moving in oh, with her mother. What happens is Sandy says, um, Caleb is like, are you enjoying my money? And Sandy's like, well, I'm going to bring a bunch of mine to Vegas and Jimmy's going to buy a house. Ah, uh, yes. So then... he's super excited to live with Marissa. And then Caleb goes, mm. <laughs> Caleb, the last I heard, I thought Marissa was going to live with me. Caleb literally cannot contain his evilness. <laughs> no. He's like, oh, I better let him know how terrible everything is. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sandy um, tells Jimmy about it because why wouldn't he? Because Jimmy is his best friend yeah. and he is nothing but honest with him. Yeah, so he's like, hey, didn't you know that Marissa's moving in with her mom? And Jimmy's like, this is my plot line for the episode. Oh, dear. Oh, boy, I'm going to disappear for a little bit. So, um, back in the OC, Teresa is the most obvious pregnant woman ever. <laughs> okay. So, so I mean, this is some of this is Marissa's fault, who somehow finds a way to just pinpoint on everything that a pregnant woman could do. But instead of her being like, mm, can't do raw fish, could she not have just been like, I don't like sushi? Yeah, so Marissa's I'm like... Chino. Marissa's trying to be, like, friends with Teresa because she's friends with her. Mm-hmm. Remember, Marissa? Mm-hmm. She's like, well, do you want to get some food? We could get some food. We could get, like... I don't know what she She makes a bunch of suggestions. Burgers and pizza or sushi. And she's like, no, I can't do sushi. I'm can't do sushi. And it's like, Teresa... You could have been a bit more chill. And then Marissa's like, well, all right, well, we'd like anything to drink. How about some coffee? And Teresa's like, I can't. I'm per... And then she's like, how about wine? Ha ha. Joking. Do you want to go ride some roller coasters? So, how about we just ram our stomachs together for a little bit? <laughs> so Marissa figures it. Oh, hot tub? Hot tub? Do you want to go in a hot tub? We can do a hot tub. So she figures it out ASAP. 
the aest of the sapist. Yeah, yeah, because this scene is so they're like, we gotta figure out some way for Marissa to find out the Teresa is pregnant. She can't find a pregnancy test because we can't show a pregnancy test. Someone peed on that. That'd be gross to find. Also, if Teresa doesn't cover that up with some tissue paper, she's an idiot. Yeah, so it's. I feel like there are other ways to do it. That's not. That's not Teresa being being not good at hiding it. Well, you know, Teresa spent too much time in the OC. She's lost her chill. <laughs> She's picked up the Jimmy Cooper disease. Oh yeah, it does happen when you first arrive in the happen. OC. Also, Marissa just hitting all the points. All the points. All the points. Um, so back in Vegas, they're at the poker game, which is the sketchiest of the sketch. There's a moment when they walk into this that I noticed. So they walk past a bunch of tables. It's like a first person perspective. Mm-hmm. They walk past like three tables. Mm-hmm. First one, there's, there's like this woman and she sees them and she like nods her head for her like companion like them. Then there's this guy, <laughs> this young man who's smiling <laughs> and then drops his smile, looks at them and then nods at them. And I'm like... <laughs> This guy was having a great conversation until he remembered he had to be he had to be mean. He forgot what his motivation was. He forgot that he's supposed to be a mean guy. And I and here's the thing. I know people have to be like, oh, that's a bad that's a bad ex- he's not actually an extra really. Yeah. He's a feature Featured player. player. That's a bad feature player. Like, no, no, no. That's a character choice. I'm willing to give you that. Mm-hmm. This this is a man who is just having a really fun conversation with his friend. And then he saw strangers. He saw strangers. He's like, ah, new people. And then he nodded at them. <laughs> so um, this game features a really great character named Trucker Hat Guy. Yeah, man. He never says anything. <laughs> but he's amazing. Yeah, I want, I want to know who played this guy because his entire <laughs> role is to just, like... L- He's angrily the, sca- stare at Ryan. He's the main villain of this episode. <laughs> he is, and he never says a word <laughs> or does anything untoward. He's about, <laughs> you know what? Eddie, in the first episode we see him in, was more threatening than <laughs> this guy. At one time, he does talk to a very scary man with tattoos. True. Mm, mm. Yes. Yes. All right, poker game. <laughs> so, Marissa and Teresa have lots of real talk. We sort of alluded to this. Teresa doesn't think she... Okay. Teresa's like, how can I keep this baby? I work in a bakery. And I'm like, Teresa, lots of people who work in bakeries have children. (laughs) Yeah, like, Teresa, you have a fine job. Now, I'm going to be very clear. Your bakery's weird. I don't know what hours you're getting at your bakery. Is your bakery also a restaurant? I mean, I guess, to be fair, the minimum wage is... In the U.S. is a lot lower than in Canada. And she may be getting a server's wage. But she's not a server. She's a... What is she doing at a bakery? Is she not a baker? Like, you don't sit down... Is it actually a cafe? But she calls it a bakery. I'm so confused. (laughs) And guys, this is the problem with this episode. I don't care about her stupid baby. (laughs) What I care about is this bakery. Is, well, tell me more about this bakery that Teresa works at, that, where she works night shifts at a bakery. And day shifts. And day shifts so at shifts. a bakery. Um, it's a 24-hour bakery. It is, in fact, in this scene where she says that she cannot tell Eddie because he will uh, make her come home and marry him. Yeah. Or he'll say it's not his. Yeah. <gasps> oh, no. And then we're just like, well, who else could it be? I'm like, Marissa. Do you remember when he dated Teresa openly? Like, Like, Marissa. 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 Girl. Girl. So Ryan gambles, and he wins. Yep, and then Seth wants him to keep gambling, and Ryan's like, 
we have three thousand dollars <laughs> slow our roll yeah and that guy with the trucker hat like he's angry at me like like ryan knows what's up yep ryan has all the spidey senses now yeah he's uh so Ooh. instead, they're going to invite Jeanette and her friends over. Yeah, well, I... <laughs> what? So Jeanette, she introduces herself as, like, she's a student at UCLA. Yeah. What? No, wait, nope. no, UCLV? Yes, University that... of Las Vegas. Why is this... Is there a C? No. UCLV. It's not a, uni- it's not a university. That would be a college. Because they don't have university. They have colleges. They have universities. They have universities? Yeah. Okay. Princeton I, University. Oh, Yale right. Yeah, University. They, they do have universities. They're just... UCLA. They, they just have them to be different. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So she's a student there. But also, she knows it's super sketchy. Like, it, it gets explained kind of, but it's super unsteady, yeah, whatever she's... Yeah, at this she's... point, I'm like, Seth, I know you got the whole thing with Summer, but don't invite these random girls to your penthouse. He does instantly regret it also. That's true. Like... Like, immediately, even before things go yeah. wrong, he's like, oh, mostly, no. Mostly what keeps him at me is that, Jan- that whoever plays Jeanette looks exactly like Iggy Azalea. Slash Britney Spears. She uh, looks like Britney Spears in Crossroads. Oh, yeah. I didn't really see Britney Spears in Crossroads. She, I just think she looks like Iggy Azalea. Yeah. Like, when she, especially when she's in her, I'm going to the sketchy bar clothes. Where she, like, s- slicks back the sides of her hair and makes the top tall. Yeah. And wears a scantily dress. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, so Kirsten has set up a pretty classy event at her house, but Julie is frothing at the mouth like a she wild needs animal. The strippers, and then the strippers come. Oh my god, they come and Julie loses her damn mind. She like, screams and she's and they are lifting her up and she's dancing with them. Like like I, there's something wrong with her. <laughs> like once again, excitement, be the fine, but she is, is over the. T- it's, it's, it's like she's been drowning, and now she found some water. <laughs> she's been drowning, and now she found some water. Aaron, I Aaron, I said the wrong thing. You know I did. I know. <laughs> it's I like know. she was been, you know, in the desert. And now, it's- and now she found some water, and, and that I water like, is man nips. So the strippers are a mirage. What's the catch? What's the catch? Yeah, well, we I mean, don't know yet. We don't know yet because Haley arrives with them. Yep. And uh, then these firemen strippers start happening. So, this, this really, at this point, I'm like, the joke seems more on Kirsten than I know, Kirsten's like, oh, Julie. real strippers came? <laughs> so then Sandy calls. And I just want to read this note verbatim. Give Sandy it. is suspicious. Re, Caleb, not strippers. Yeah, no, he doesn't care about the strippers. No, he doesn't. Caleb and Kirsten's relationship is solid. But he's suspicious. He's suspicious of Caleb. He, he, makes a, <laughs> he makes an assumption that he didn't have before, which is that... Remember that remember that liquor license problem we were having? The one that made no sense? It made no sense! <laughs> I just realized it made no sense. But you know who probably knows people on the liquor board? Caleb. And Kristen's like, he knows everyone. And Sandy's like, ha ha! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Sandy's thought process. My favorite thing about this is we're seeing Sandy do all this stuff before we realize his thought process. Yeah. Like, he didn't even, when he came here, he came here as a, as like a lark. And now he's like, oh, mystery. <laughs> so Ryan catches up with Sandy in the hotel. Yeah. Like, on the way up to the penthouse. Yeah. And this is the one time Ryan chooses to talk. Yeah. And he just messes. No, no, not Sandy. Jimmy. No. Oh, oh. He's no, Jimmy. He runs into Jimmy? Oh, no, he No, he runs into Sandy. No, it's Jimmy. It's Jimmy because this is where um, Ryan spills the beans to Jimmy. Because Ryan does not realize that Sandy has told Jimmy about Marissa. No, Ryan knows that um, 
because what he says is, I can't believe Caleb told him. I can't believe he came clean with the whole plot. No, I thought I thought oh, maybe Jim, he does tell no, Jimmy. No, Jimmy goes up to Ryan and is like, um, "Hey, like he's because Jimmy's trying to call Marissa, and he's mm. like, Ryan, have you heard from Marissa? I can't get hold of her. Do you know anything about her moving in with um, uh, Caleb?" And Ryan's like, "Ah, so she finally told you." And Ryan assumes that Marissa Ka- told him. No, Ryan assumes oh. that the whole blackmail thing came clean. I, I don't know if he did. I think Jimmy was just like. Because Ryan, at this point, becomes bad at doing the Ryan thing, which is keeping secrets. Because, <laughs> it's true. Because he, he's like... Because Jimmy says that, uh, no, uh, it, Caleb told uh, uh, Sandy. And Ryan says out loud, why would he tell him that? That wasn't part of the deal. And then Jimmy's like, what deal? And Ryan's like, there's blackmail, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Look, look, Jimmy, take a sit down. This is like the longest conversation we've ever had. <laughs> I have words today. Have Sorry. They, have they talked much at all? I know it's, a, it's usually Ryan and... um. They must have talked off camera, but not on the show. <laughs> yeah, like... And I don't mean the actors. I mean the characters. As, as soon as Jimmy called Ryan over, I was just like, what? What? Have you realized that he's dating your daughter? <laughs> Jimmy, is this a conversation you'll be having? So, short scene. Summer arrives in Vegas. Yes. Full of fury and fire. Yeah. To, to find something. Okay, so we're in the penthouse. Yes. Seth immediately regrets his choice. Yes, because Janet comes in in a bathing suit because there's a hot tub there. And he's like... He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, I don't want a girl here. <laughs> Seth keeps doing this where he, like, brings things up to a point that he can't go back. And then it's like, I would like to go back now. So then the friends show up. I, I, I feel like... I do a lot of comparisons this episode. I feel like Seth's the kind of person to, like, tie himself up to a bungee cord, jump off, and as his feet leave the ground, go, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, yes. you can't go back, Seth. No. Literally no. any moment before that moment would have been fine. Yep. But at this point. Yeah. And then the, the women arrive. And we are very actively using the word women. Yeah. These women are in their 30s. They've had a rough life. Yeah. Because... And they're... <laughs> And they're they're hey the pe- the makeup and the costume on this one did a very good job because when you see them you're like oh those are, uh, pros- those yeah, are prostitutes and then it is clarified by the show because in comes their pimp Lucas the pimp and this is where we start to get start to have a question Jan- Jeanette because she goes up looking goes why are you here yeah I don't know what she thought she was doing yeah like and she also like she feels what <laughs> what is her what is she doing has she been taken in by the kind heart of the Cohen clan and repented her choices. So her idea, so her her thing, her gig mm-hmm. is to walk around hard rock hard rock and to go up to guys and say I need to kiss you and then be like I need to do this so I can be a guest here or was she doing that so she could be a prostitute around there? Cuz like it it makes sense for some things like like, like when her talking about how um Seth's such mm-hmm. a good kisser. Makes a little bit more sense because she's essentially playing him. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, let's go to this gambling club. So, I mean, what she's doing is she's trying to run up a bill without them knowing that she's running up a bill. But, she, but then later but she seems... I Sorry, just let me finish. Sorry, yeah. I don't know if you can actually do that. I think by the letter <laughs> of the law... Yeah. I mean, I guess she could lie. But yeah. like... If they engage the police, they'd be like, "This woman, this girl's hanging out with us all day. She thought it was, we thought she was our friend. We're just hanging out." And then she was a prostitute. Now she says we have to pay her. 
and these sweet, sweet boys <laughs> would probably get away with that. I, I don't know. It's, I don't know what the prostitution laws are in Vegas, yeah. but I assume there's sex involved. Yeah, I don't think you can I, enter into a contract without being aware that there's a contract involved. Yeah, because, I mean, unless if these are illegal prostitutes, which I, I don't mean, know. prostitutes are illegal. No, yeah, but I mean, like, you, I don't know. you know what I mean. And yes, at some, what we're supposed to take from this is, is at some point, yeah. she regretted her decisions. Yeah, who, it, just like Seth, she had tied herself to the bungee cord, leapt off and said, I don't want to do this anymore. But with Seth. Actually, you know what, actually, you know what happened? Seth tied himself up, she pushed him off and said, I don't wish I didn't, did, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah, and with Seth, we get a moment where we actually see him regretted with her. We're just left to assume at some point. Her heart grew three sizes. Yeah. And somebody needs to punch her in it. What I like about this is so Lucas is like, you owe me $5,000. And then they go off and bowl. I know. Like the prostitutes are bowling. And then the kids sit there and they're like, well, we have $3,000. And then Summer's like, I'm not helping you. And then eventually she gives them $500. Because cause Seth's like, Summer, you stop with your weird thing with your dad. Yeah. Your dad doesn't have to like me. You have to like me. Yes. And Summer's like... Maybe that's true. Now, this entire time, I'm like, tell a grown-up. If you don't want to tell your dad, tell Jimmy Cooper. Yeah, because you've done nothing wrong. You'd be like, hey, we met a girl and we hung out with her and it was fun. Turns out she's a prostitute. Help us. Help us. She we, she was our friend. You know, she's not our friend. <laughs> Please. We are sweet oh, young man. boys. What kind of, like, left-field twist would that have been if in, like, the 25th episode revealed that, that Lucas was... Not Lucas. Um, Jimmy Luke. Cooper? Luke, oh, Luke. Wow, Luke and Lucas. But that Luke was a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been insane. <sighs> like, now you owe me $1,500,000 because I hung out with you this long and I'm a prostitute. What? <laughs> Luke. That's, Luke, that's not how it works. Not how it works, Luke. <laughs> Friend prostitutes. Prostitutes for friends. So, but what really happens is Ryan realizes he has to gamble. Well, Je- well, Jeanette suggests gambling. Oh, that's right. <laughs> she's she's like, you you have us until midnight. That's plenty of time to go back to this bar and gamble more. <laughs> and Ryan's like, oh, I hate my life. So, meanwhile, back at the bachelorette party, there's a big old cat fight. We have to do the lead up to this, Aaron, because this is a it's a it's a bat crazy lead up. Yeah, all right. So, one of the shippers tries to seduce Julie. Or, yeah, he tries to seduce Julie. I think what we're supposed to take from this is he actually legitimately was trying to seduce her. No, no, yeah, yeah. He was trying to seduce Julie. A greasy stripper who looks like he's one of the kids who played the Newsies in the Broadway filming of Newsboys. Yeah. Like. And Julie responds. Until. Until she learns from Kirsten that Haley is the one who set it up. Then she looks over. She's Haley. No, she looks over. She's Haley talking to the stripper. And then she's like, this is an evil plot to get me. And then she goes over. And then Haley is like, I knew you would never sleep with him because he doesn't have money. And then she says like, yeah, you only marry people because of money. And then, then Julie slaps her and they... They fight right in the pool. Aaron, I have a question for you. Yeah. Was this Haley's plan? Haley's plan. I don't think she had a plan. I think her plan yeah. was to bring the strippers. Yes. Then Julie, one of the strippers would hit on Julie because one of them would find her attractive. One of them would find her attractive. Then Julie would turn down the stripper 
because she only loves wealth. And then Haley would make fun of her for turning down. Julie would be revealed as a bad person because she wouldn't sleep with the stripper. Yes, Aaron. Yes. This is dumb. Yes. And then they fight in a pool. And Kirsten <laughs> just sits down. <laughs> and drinks champagne. <laughs> so, so meanwhile, there are there are her sister and her future mother-in-law just fighting in a pool while strippers shout at them. <laughs> and Kirsten's like, I can't. The tableau of this is insane. Well, it's going to get slightly more insane. Because Sandy... Sandy crashes. Oh, Sandy is like, I have to do this in the most extravagant way ever. In the most Sandy way I've ever done anything. I'm going to go crash this dinner. So he arrives at Caleb's bachelor party. Well, I mean, we know it's not his bachelor party, but this is what they thought. It's Caleb and Robert Campbell. And they're meeting about selling the property. Yes. And then uh, Sandy comes in and lays the law on Caleb. Oh, yeah. He's like... (laughs) Guess what? <laughs> you done can't. All of the things that that Sandy's like, like, oh, this is like collusion and fraud and all those things. Wouldn't those also apply when it was just a guy being like, no, I don't want to give you this, man. I don't like that guy. Yeah. Yeah, like all the laws he's throwing out now, feel, I feel like they still would have applied beforehand. Yeah. It's just instead of it being Caleb, it would have been the guy on the liquor board. And you know what? Sandy's only willing to fight fights that he has a stake in. <laughs> or when it hurts Caleb. Yeah. This is, it's so weird. And then Jimmy Cooper storms in and he <laughs> gets real punchy because Caleb's stealing his daughter. Jimmy comes in and he almost, he almost looks like he's going to be like, he like, like he just sweeps in because he also came there as well. He took Sandy by the shoulders and was like, no, 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 calm down, Sandy. Hold on. Then he punches Caleb in the mouth. And he essentially is like, I want my family back. Where's my family? He's Liam Neeson. And Harrison Ford. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I like the idea that Jimmy was just going to walk in there. Caleb was going to be sitting having dinner. And if Sandy was not there, Jimmy was just going to sucker punch Caleb. And then walk out. And then, well, he's going to shout about his daughter. (laughs) Shout, I want my family back. Where's my family? And then walk out. And leave. And everyone would be very confused. (laughs) Especially Robert Campbell. (laughs) Okay, so... Back at the poker game. Yeah. Guys, Ryan's got a plan, and it's a good one. <laughs> it's a... It's a... Um, it's a confident plan. It's a Batman gambit. His... He's got great confidence in yeah. his poker playing skills. So he loses a bunch of money, and he needs more money from Jeanette. And Jeanette's like, I don't understand. You were so good at poker this afternoon. It's like, yes, now look at that hat guy. He sure seems confident. Doesn't he? Give me your money, Jeanette. <laughs> what do you want to bet he did not lose on purpose? And he's just like, because why lose the point that you have to borrow money from someone who might not lend you money? I'm hoping this is a very elaborate gambit and he actually had like 500 bucks in his pocket. And he was like, I'm going to make some money off this stripper. Or, you can't play a player. Or maybe this was also a gambit of the heart where he's like, and also if I teach her to like, to if 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 I get the money from her... Then it proves that she's also a good person. Oh, we took this in different directions. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we cut to the next scene where they're walking down the strip and Ryan is wearing that trucker hat. Yeah, not only did Ryan win all the money, he won his hat. He somehow made the guy do like a last ditch (laughs) Hail Mary. Well, I'll put all of my money in if you throw in your hat. That's one of the scenes that I once again really want to see. Is where where Ryan just like... 
Why don't we make this this font a little bit sweeter? How about you throw in that hat of yours? He's like, this is my thing. That's my thing. I'll throw in my bracelet. <gasps> oh. oh. And the string I sometimes wear around my neck. That's a shoelace. <laughs> but it's attractive. But it's an attractive shoelace. And then he wins the guy's hat. So then they have lots of fun banter yeah. and everyone's healing and <laughs> Seth, growing. Seth throws the hat to a guy in the gondola. And did and guy, you think the oh, guy... Oh, he's super pumped about it. <laughs> Also, they look oddly like Jimmy and Haley on a date. <laughs> but Haley's not there. I know, but the girl is wearing the same dress Haley, or a very similar dress to the dress that Haley was wearing. No, probably because, like, they only have so many dresses <laughs> yes. in this. I'm more excited by the fact that the guy picks up the hat and goes, yeah! He doesn't know chucker hats. Not cool. <laughs> I got a hat! <laughs> so, uh, now we just have some cute little falling action. Yep. Sandy stumbles on home. The, the editing of this almost makes it seem like Sandy left the kids in Vegas. <laughs> he he goes, may have. He goes right from the kids being like, man, we're sure having a fun night tonight. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Let's walk off into Vegas. Cut to Sandy coming home. And I'm like, what? At night, he may have left the kids in Vegas because it's nighttime. <laughs> Kirsten's in bed. He was just so excited about the fact that Jimmy punched Caleb that he just abandoned his children. I guess he could go back with Summer. That's true. That's true. That's Maybe true. he asked. He was like, do you guys want to come with me? And they're like, we have a friend. No, he didn't ask. He just forgot him. <laughs> He's like, he, he was high off of Caleb getting punched. So it's a very sweet, it's very cute. Yeah. But then there is some stupidity falling action. <sighs> you can do this, Aaron. Uh, so Ryan goes to see Marissa. Marissa's filled with fire and fury. Now you told my father about it. And he's like, oh, I thought he knew. Also, I mean, he knew. I mean Sandy told him about yeah, it, really. He, he knew. Yeah. And then she's like, also. Teresa's pregnant, and she says it might not be Eddie's. Do you want to talk about it? He's like, yeah. I mean, I dated Teresa. D- do you when, remember when I remember? Remember when you remember when your uh, your friend gaslit me, and you essentially chose him over me? Then he held you at gunpoint. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe we should break up. And then I dated Teresa openly. Openly dated her. Yeah. 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 We slept together. Yeah. What up? That that's what I do. Yeah. I'm Ryan. I also, mean- <laughs> I had slept with Teresa in the past. Maybe? Oh, maybe. <laughs> but, like, Marissa. Marissa, come Marissa. on. Why are you surprised by this? C- come on. And, once again, you had broken up. Like, yeah. this isn't even, like, the friends. We were on a break. No, you had broken <laughs> up. Yeah, because... because and he openly uh, yeah. dated her. It wasn't yeah. a secret. Yeah. She went to events. Yeah. In the OC. Yeah, they were, they were together until they weren't, and then you guys got back together. Now, I will say... I don't think the Ryan, yeah. who is the cautious, I'm going to rise above Chino, I'm the OC, would, that we have been presented with for the past 24 episodes. Would have unprotected. Yeah! I mean, it it could just be... <laughs> I don't think... Okay, here's what bugs me about Teresa, specifically. <laughs> She's like, what if it's not Eddie's? I'm like, you probably slept with Ryan once. Yeah. Maybe, I mean... Maybe... Maybe a few times, but you've been, but like you, I'm sure Eddie was much, much more likely. Also, has it only been a month? I don't know. Because you, like, or has she just ignored, like, is she like four months pregnant and is just like, blah, blah, blah. She Ooh, drinking, was she drinking at her engagement party? I don't remember. It's impossible to, it's impossible to remember. If the show makes it that it is his child, I will be disappointed in the character massacre they have done on not just Ryan, but also Eddie. Yeah. It. I just, Ryan is so, Ryan's a dad. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dads have protected sex if they I, don't want children. I was saying that, like, like I guess maybe, maybe Ryan's seed is just super fertile. It just ripped open that condom. Jesus. <laughs> Aaron, at any point in this episode, you find yourself a CW moment. A moment. A C-dub moment, as we call it in Chino, I guess. Cool. CW moment. A moment where logic disappears into the night, just like the OC, and is replaced by this bumbling buffoon of Ryan. Or, in the metaphor before it went off the rails, drama. Yeah. 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 Um, yes, in fact, this episode was rife with CW moments. Oh, oh yeah, it was. I think my CW moment is the fact that The Valley is the only <laughs> TV show in the OC. They they don't want to think to come... The writers have to come with an, a totally other TV show. They are afraid to mention a real TV show. I don't even care. Really. They just come up with other names for TV shows. But they literally only use The Valley. Yeah, because well, people would recognize it as a TV show. They'd be like, oh, it's clever. Yeah. They were watching TV. The TV was in front of them. Yeah. Kevin, did you find a CW moment? 100% it was almost going to be um, the one where they were playing Tony Hawk and then pulled back and none <laughs> of them were playing Tony Hawk. Um, that's not drama, so I can't do that one. That's fair. Uh, what I decided to do is the entire entrance of Jeanette, mm. where she's like, I need to kiss you on the mouth. And then she does it. And then she's like, I need to kiss you on the mouth again. Here's the... So, and even when we take it in context of her being, I guess, a prostitute, um, what? <laughs> well, maybe she's a known prostitute. Yeah, so she's worried so she's about she's hiding being... her face. She's worried about being recognized. But, like, how did neither of them are like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why would they just stop a random person and be like, hey, you go here? Because. Yeah, because they didn't check the, those guys' yeah, cards they when they went do, in. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> like, here's the thing. Ryan and Seth could also not be guests. It's true. And there's no way these people re- realize every single guest. Like I, like I understand, it has to be part of the ploy. But it, it really feels like the way she was playing the that beginning one didn't feel enough. Like it was obviously a ploy. Also, maybe a security guard instead of a <laughs> like just these random lifeguards. Lifeguard could have walked past. Because if it was a security guard, you could believe that they had like yeah. seen her earlier and been like, "You can't be here." Like Look, maybe we, she got caught at one. You know, yeah, being being prostituting. Yeah, yeah. I also, also, I feel like Ryan and Seth are not the obvious marks to go after. Well, I have a parallel question. Yeah. How does she know that they're staying in the penthouse? Because she says later yeah. in the episode near the end, yeah. well, I picked you because you're staying in the penthouse. You're supposed to be rich. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I thought when I heard that, I'm like, so she didn't realize it until they mentioned bowl. Because Seth says... Hey, do you want to come back to our place and bowl? That's after they already went to the poker game. I know. Which means, was she just being their friend up to that point? And then she was like, oh, oh now, now I, the dollars. Now I'm back into prostitute mode. My heart, it has shrunk. Like, so they, the show tried to do this thing where they're like, oh, no, this girl, she's actually a prostitute. But they didn't really put any work into it and just sort of made it a thing. Because her actions before that moment make no sense. Because mm-hmm. there are people who are, like, who are like, oh, we're trying to gamble. But we can't gamble like, those aren't the people that you try to... Yeah, I know. It, I don't know. I don't know a lot about the prostitute lifestyle. So, I so. guess if you want to inform us... Yeah, I guess. Shoot us a tweet. <laughs> shoot us a tweet. Podcast MOA. Podcast MOA. Yeah, because if you like this episode, you can get hold of us. You can give us a, a rating, a review, a subscription on Apple Podcasts. You can also hit us up on the social media. 
I will post. I will making a promise to you now. Sometime next week, I will post a picture of this book. Cool. It will be on our Instagram podcast MOA. Cool. Podcast MOA. And you can also see that photo because it will connect to the Twitter, which yeah. is podcast MOA. Podcast MOA. Yeah. You can also email us if you want to tell us about the prostitute life. Yeah. That email podcast MOA podcast MOA at gmail com so the big thing is that uh archie's coming back like it, it should be coming back this week yeah on wednesday on wednesday because it's coming out on monday yep so it'll be back on <laughs> two wednesday. days you'll yeah. have a riverdale to watch yeah. but this is this was only just the second last episode this of the oc the penultimate episode we're yeah. building to something dumb and terrible i think it honestly like the thing with caleb was actually good it just felt like it like they said that up in I mean, I guess the restaurant set it up. It, <laughs> I'm disappointed the show got bad. It, yeah, it. They, they set up a loss for the final episode. This episode, it's really weird. But anyway, we're still going to do that last episode. We are. We are. Um. So, but because you know, next week it's going to be Riverdale. We're going to have to have a Riverdale one up. There'll be a episode coming up this week. Another one. There'll be a, a special surprise. Special episode. surprise episode, which will be the last OC episode, and that'll come out probably on Thursday. But that's why you should subscribe to us because yeah. then it'll just pop up in your feed, and by, then you can listen. By probably, I'm going to say like I'll just put it up on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, I don't say probably. I'll do that. It'll be up on Thursday. Unless something goes terribly wrong. Can't imagine why. I don't know. Will Sandy be able to block Caleb's plans? Is Teresa having Ryan's child? So, Marissa can move in with Jimmy now, right? Because blackmail doesn't work when everyone knows that, like, the blackmailer is doing a blackmail. And bad things are being done. Yeah? Answers to all this and more on the next episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast.